Previously on Newsbreak, Lotus FM. Once they arrive, they will go into a, a cold, well, we'll do some assessment of them in terms of making sure none of them are damaged or anything like that. And then they'll go into a cold storage. Uh, with all vaccines, we have to do quality tests on them because uh, because of the cold chain requirement, there may be effects on the on the stability of the vaccine. So we take them into the lab and we do some assessments on the vaccine. That takes about uh, three or four days to, to, to finalize. Once the lab clears the quality around the vaccine, we can then start uh, releasing and distributing them to provinces and uh, um, uh, the private sector, etc. What can you tell us about rollout? How is it going to work? So uh, each provincial department has prepared rollout plans. Once that first phase is over, then there will be a, a rollout to the, to the uh, community as such, starting with the elderly, those with comorbidities, as well as those working in the front, front line, our teachers, our policemen, etc., all of us frontline essential workers, as well as those in congregate settings, uh, old age homes, hostels, and, and those kinds of environments. Um, so that will be the second phase. And then the third phase, everybody over the age of 18 will then be able to, to be vaccinated. Dr. Mkise says that um, the private medical aid schemes will have to foot the bill for the COVID-19 vaccine. Help us understand that dynamic. Well, the private sector, the medical schemes, the vaccination has been declared what we call a prescribed minimum benefit. So the medical scheme has to pay for the vaccination. So at the point of delivery, whether it's a pharmacy or a GP, you wouldn't have to pay anything for it. It will be covered by the medical scheme completely. A lot of people have been asking about the side effects. Yeah, I think there's been a lot of misinformation about uh, the vaccine. I think the first important thing to say is that that particular vaccine, which is a, a vaccine produced by the AstraZeneca company who has developed the vaccine, was trialed in South Africa. So a lot of South Africans were exposed to it, including a lot of uh, uh, medical personnel volunteered to participate in the trial. And there were no adverse effects in South Africa, but even globally as well. The, the, uh, always with vaccination or any injection, there are some what we would call mild side effects. So when you have an injection, you may have pain at the site of where the injection is, but that lasts maybe a couple of hours, almost a day. Um, some vaccinations for some people may generate a mild fever, and that also is very short-lived. Um, and there may be a headache uh, in some people, but uh, nothing serious. We've not received any adverse events of uh, people being hospitalized because of the vaccine or whether they've uh, you know, they passed on because of the vaccine. There's no, no evidence of that. In fact, if there was, we would not have uh, you know, agreed to procure the vaccine. Many are asking, what is the efficacy rate of this current vaccine? The, the AstraZeneca vaccine has a 70% efficacy rate. Um, uh, it, it also provides protection against uh, hospitalization and its mortality data has also been very good, which means that uh, it provides protection against that. One imagines that you don't have to take the vaccine if you don't want to. So what is that level of consent, you know, uh, in that vaccine rollout and indemnity? You know, should anything go wrong, uh, who's responsible? So, yeah, that's a good question. So uh, in terms of consent, we usually ask for an informed consent, meaning that uh, you know, you're taking the vaccine voluntarily. Uh, we, we obviously can't uh, uh, impose the vaccine on, on an individual. Um, but the, the, the uh, indemnity, because these vaccines have been produced over a short period of time and um, the, the uh, uh, companies globally have taken a decision that uh, 
governments need to take some responsibility. Uh, um, so all governments across the world have accepted indemnity for the vaccine. So the indemnity will lie with government, and we've signed off for that. At this point, could you put any sort of numbers to the kinds of vaccines that you know, are literally penciled in for South Africa? So at this stage, I think uh, uh, we probably over 50 million doses we've secured through agreements. Um, so that would probably uh, cover you know, over 25 million people at this stage. So you can expect probably in, in February the, the next delivery, which is half a million doses again from the Serum Institute, that will probably be followed by a delivery from five uh, vaccines. And thereafter, there will be a delivery from COVAX again of the AstraZeneca vaccine, probably also from the Serum Institute. And thereafter, in, in about April, we, we will then have more doses from the, from the Pfizer uh, pharmaceutical company. And uh, that will be followed probably more mid-year by the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. So we have a, um, a range of vaccines that will become available. Uh, and uh, most of them are more available towards the, the, the mid of the year um, because the company and the companies are still uh, ramping up their production in line with the, what global demand looks like. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.